Hey there. Thanks for checking out this episode of H&M Live. Your support is always greatly appreciated as I'm always striving to provide content that enlightens, entertains, and educates. Look, I've just enabled supporter functionality on the podcast, so click the link in the show description and any support that you provide will be greatly appreciated. Be well. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here we go. Finally got him. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Ray, Stingray himself. Hey, man, how are you doing today? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with you, man. I'm, look, you, you know, your, your Rolodex, your itinerary, it, it's hard to keep up. I know you got things going on, so I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to sit and talk with me. Um, we, we are coast to coast today. Right, I'm in California, and you, 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 you on you on the other side. It's all right. What's what's the weather going like in, in your neck of the woods? Uh, it's actually raining right now. Uh, we're supposed to have a front come through and uh, bring some showers, and then some heavy rain later on. So it's not really Christmas weather, uh, but okay. it is going to feel like Christmas weather on Christmas because it's going to be 38 degrees here. Okay, Let, let's talk about that sweater you got on too, man. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm rocking the Mamba gear, but yes. I'm, I'm I'm liking uh, you know the the festivities that, that yes. you rock in there. Okay. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I was just doing some Christmas stuff, and uh, we actually just finished doing some uh, you know Christmas cheer and and that kind of stuff. So it's always yeah. fun this time of the year, man. You're a good man. You know that, that's that's I like I like the sound of that. So talk to us a little bit about who am I talking to? Let let the folks know who Stingray is. Um, you you've got a a colorful story for sure, and I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to 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 do it justice. I'm, I'm gonna let it come straight from and and respectfully say the horse's mouth. Thank you, man. Uh, as you can see back here behind me, um, if I can get my <laughs> Back here behind me, there we go. Uh, I've got these cowbells, uh, and the reason for that is because I was a Mississippi State fan uh, I, back in 2014 uh, when the SEC uh, signed on the TV, the SEC network. Uh, Paul Feinbaum, on his first day on the air on TV, said that we would like to have uh, a, a representative from the 14 SEC schools uh, to come on 
uh, call in or send in videos and tell us why you think your team is going to win. Well, I had a sports broadcasting degree from the University of Alabama. I was a Mississippi State fan, and the Paul Feinbaum show really didn't have a spokesperson for Mississippi State on the show. Uh, so oddly enough, I sent in my first rant uh, the weekend or the week that Mississippi State went down to Baton Rouge and upset uh, LSU. And in that rant, I said uh, that Mississippi State was actually going to shock the world because of the DAC attack, uh, DAC Prescott, and uh, they were going to go down there and, and beat uh, LSU and Tiger Stadium. And uh, I sent that rant into Feinbaum. He didn't show it. And the reason he didn't show it uh, was because Mississippi State had not won in Baton Rouge since 1992. Uh, so he thought it was a stupid rant, and he didn't show it. Well, Mississippi State went down there and and just basically annihilated LSU. Uh, and so the next week, I put out another rant uh, for the Texas A&M game, uh, and I actually called out Feinbaum. I said, you know, um, last week I sent you in a rant. You didn't show it, so I'm trying it again. And uh, he showed that one. It really went viral, uh, and thus Stingray was born. And then uh, fast forward a year to 2015, we're playing LSU again, and this time it's actually in Starkville. And I put out a rant uh, that, that was really over the top. I think it honestly was my best rant. Uh, I actually had an urn behind me, and I'm standing there, and in the rant, I say, uh, we are Mississippi State, fear the bales. And uh, that one view, uh, that one video got 330,000 views in one week on YouTube, and thus Stingray was was really uh, born. Uh, and then later on, I was very lucky and fortunate enough uh, to be asked to come out west uh, to where you are and uh, actually be on the uh, set of Tosh.0. Uh, Daniel Tosh of Comedy Central actually invited me to come out and do a celebrity profile. Uh, and then that, of course, really took off Stingray, and I've never really looked back. Uh, but as long and no matter how you know popular I get, uh, no matter how much fame or, or, you know, I don't even like to say that. I'm always still humble and I'm always still, you know, down to earth because I think that's what people like. And, you know, I'm not fake. You know, the people that you, the person that you see in the videos is the same person that I am right now. I don't put on a face just for the camera and I'm somebody else behind the scenes. No, uh, this person right here is the same person you get 24-7. And, and I think that's what people like about me is that I'm genuine and, and I'm not fake and I'm true to who I am. I love it. So you essentially, I got the big man on campus here, right? <laughs> Look, I, I, I got the man who, who's, who's rabble-rousing with, with Feinbaum and, mm-hmm. and, and hanging out in, in L.A. With, uh, with, with the movie stars. I love it, man. But I'm, I'm noticing a couple other schools behind you, though, right? Yeah. You got Georgia Tech. You got Auburn behind you. So you you, you are a fan of just collegiate yes. football activities in and of itself, even though you're a, you're a Mississippi State man, right? 
Uh, yes, but uh, honestly, there was a uh, if there's anything uh, negative about that story that I just told uh, after the uh, Tosh.0 rant uh, and, and Megan went on Tosh, uh, the Mississippi State fans took it personal uh, and they didn't okay. realize that it was a uh, comedy a skit. And so I was overweight then. And so the Mississippi State fans started uh, bullying me and fat shaming me on social media. And oh, so man. I was like, you know what? If you guys are going to treat me like that, uh, then I'm just going to move on and uh, be the bigger person here and uh, basically just kind of, you know, leave my fandom behind. And since that time, you know, I realized that I'm a sports broadcaster. That's what I got my degree in. And I really want to try and and push that avenue. So really the past two years, I've kind of backed up and watched college football as a fan of the sport, not necessarily one team. And I try to be as unbiased as possible. And with that, it has been a joy and really fun uh, to watch these past two years college football because when you're so emotional and the ups and the downs and the peaks and the valleys, you really don't take in the majesty of what college football really is and how great it really is. And and, and I'll give you another example. Uh, all the teams that lost to LSU last year, you know, we hate LSU, we hate LSU, we hate Joe Burrow, and you really can't realize how special of a football team that really was. Yeah. Arguably, True. that could potentially be one of the best teams in all of college football history. Well, don't don't, don't tell Saban that, but no. uh, but 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 I, I agree with you one hundred percent, and right. I I really applaud and agree with you the way that you look at sports in and of itself as well, because I'm this exact same way right. ever since, ever since Jordan stopped playing, right. Yeah. Ever since Michael stopped playing, I don't have a team or, right. or, or I don't root for anyone specifically. Yes. I normally root for um, the underdogs or I'll root for coaches, oh. right. Or I'll, I'll, I'll cheer for the story. Yes. Right. So I mean, if, if it's a great story, so, so baseball, the yes. story was L.A., they, they, they needed to win the World Series just because of the story of everything that had gone on and was fo- was focused on there. You know, with Kobe, again, I'm, I'm, I'm yes. interesting, I'm wearing my Kobe gear. But, you know, so that was a great story. Um, what, what else is going on right now? Uh, um, Carolina was a great story. Uh, Indiana. Right. See, see, See th- those those are good conversations yeah. for true sports fans. Not not just the armchair quarterbacks. Not just the right. ones that are sitting around thinking that they can go out there and still run a forty or whatever uh, in, in right. record times. But if, if you appreciate the game and and you appreciate the the blood, sweat, the tears, and the planning yeah. and what goes on beyond the operations piece, then those are the things that we cheer for. So I I like what you said about that right there, right there. And and you know, getting back to that, everybody likes a feel good story. Well, honestly, if you look at the four team playoff right now uh, that just came out this past week, there really is no feel good story there. Uh, because you basically have the blue bloods of college football. How exciting from a fan perspective would it have been to go Alabama, Clemson, A&M, and maybe Cincinnati? I mean, that would have been uh, amazing, and especially from the Cincinnati standpoint. 
Wow. And um, I, I've been watching a little bit more Clemson. Just, just, just yeah. again, just, 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 just seeing what, what what's going on out there. I was at the national championship game in Arizona. Wow. Um, so let, let 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 me preface that. <laughs> I was there for business. Right. And I, I was I was in the midst. So I got, I, got I, w- I went to lunch with some with some clients and I saw this caravan of cars coming by right. and they all had the Alabama logo on it. Yes. And I said, well, damn, there goes Saban. Yes. It, it wasn't it wasn't him. But it, right. it was just again, it, it was just to see that whole parade of, right. of, of vehicles going by. So and then we, we drove by the uh, by the stadium, saw all the excitement. Obviously, that, that was cool. I picked up some swag, obviously. But yes. um, those are the good things. Yes. Uh, th- th- those are those are the good memories for sure. You, you say you went to college, got your your degree in, in in sports broadcasting. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And and I guess that plays well into what you guys are doing with CTS Interview Room, right? Talk to talk to me a little bit about what the CTS Interview Room. Okay, so C- CTS Interview uh, basically is owned by uh, Marvin Constant and then uh, Joey Hicks, and they have just recently added me on as well. Uh, so I'm kind of the newbie here. Uh, but basically, they have a sports show uh, called The Interview Room uh, where we talk about college sports. Then they also have a an entertainment side of it. Uh, where they go out and they interview uh, big-time entertainment people as well. Uh, you know, recently, I think it was last Sunday, they had a contributor on there from Fox News, uh, you know, okay. bad, right, or wrong. Uh, and then I think in January, uh, they have lined up potentially Bill Ingvall. Uh, so, you know, we just kind of have different okay. entertainment people on there. Uh, but like I said, I'm more of the sports avenue right <laughs> now. Uh, so I've never really gotten to sit in on one of the entertainment shows. Uh, so you would have to ask Marvin more about the entertainment side. Uh, but I'm more of the sports guy. No worries. You're, you're, the, you're the statistics man as opposed to the telling, telling jokes. Guy. Correct. Guy. Correct. Talking sports. Uh, I'm gonna change sports on you a little bit. Okay. I, I honestly didn't even realize that the NBA season officially started last night. Yes. Now, how how sad is that? that uh, that's, I, 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 I could have swore it was still preseason, and sure right. enough, I turned it on, and and you know, the Lakers and all of them are, are getting their rings, and and, and the yes. Clippers put something on them. Uh, yeah. That's just a sign of this crazy year. Uh, yes. what, what what are your what are your thoughts on 2020 from a sports perspective and, and kind of what you've seen across the, the four majors right across football uh, basketball baseball uh, and well, what, what, know, what, what are you seeing well we got through it you know there was a lot of corona bros out there that said there shouldn't be college football there shouldn't be any college basketball blah 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 and uh, a lot of the college football games actually got played that were scheduled there were more yeah. played than there were you know not played uh and then of course you look at all the other sports you know uh the NBA and major league baseball they handled it well uh, I really, and honestly, just between us, I feel like the college football handled it the worst. And I say that because of what happened with the Big 12. I mean, I'm sorry, the Big 10 and the Pac-12 yeah, yeah. starting so late. And then, of course, you had all that drama 
about we're not playing. You know, the, the uh, players and their families were protesting outside of the uh, Big Ten offices. Then you were going to have Penn State and Nebraska potentially pull out. I mean, that was a really big time disaster for college sports. Yeah. And, and, and talk to us, folks. So folks know college sports understand this, but, and I, I want to hear it also from your perspective, because again, I, I'm on the West coast and, and the mentality is different when it comes yes. to college sports, especially college football. Talk to us about the passion, right? That the SEC, right. I'll get about college football primarily on the East coast versus what, what, what I see here on the West coast and all my family is on the East coast. So I know how you okay. feel. I know what you live, but talk to us a little bit about, again, the, the, the realness of, of college sports on, on the East coast. Well, you know, the, the, it's, it's unlike any other. I mean, it's the, the pageantry, the tradition, yeah. the, the hype of college football down here in the South and in the East is, is amazing. But let me, let me explain why I feel that that is, you know, because out West, you guys have the NBA teams, you guys have the Major League Baseball teams, and of course, you have some NFL teams as well to deal with. Down south, a lot of our, uh, you know, NFL teams, pardon my language, we suck. Uh, Tennessee's not good. Atlanta's <laughs> not good. Carolina's not good. Tampa Poor Atlanta. Good. Poor Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, right. God. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Major League Baseball, the Braves always choke. Uh, you know, uh, the NBA, uh, you know, Memphis is not that good. Uh, Alabama and Mississippi don't have any teams. And then, of course, the Hawks are not that good. Uh, so what do we have to rally around college football? And and that's the reason why is because we have nothing else down here. You know, and I've never heard it just made so plain. My pastor, I always say, make it plain. And, and literally that yes. when, you, when you put it into that perspective, right, and you put the, the, the thumbprints on the on the map. Yes, that is what it is. Right. It It, it is. The Georgia Techs, it is the Auburns, it is the, the Alabamas. The, yes. the, the now, I will tell you that that some of this goes, this, the, yeah, it's great and awesome, but some of this gets taken a little bit too far, uh, and, and some of that stuff you just kind of have to cringe at uh, because of the pageantry and the rivalry and the traditions down here. It just, it goes, it's, it reaches a tipping point, uh, eventually, and uh, unfortunately, it can be get pretty nasty. Yeah, that, I mean that, that that's truth and reality as, as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean because the the ownership that the, that the fans, you know, short for fanatics. I mean, the, the ownership yes. that that folks typically have for their team and their program, and, and right. you know, the, 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 those Monday morning quarterbacks. I mean, the folks yes. that think that they could be throwing that ball better than Burrow was, and and, and better than um, in, any starting quarterback on, on any other team. So that, I'll give you an, can I give you an example? Sure. Alabama just won the SEC championship game. They are undefeated. They're going into the playoffs at number one. They're playing uh, Notre Dame uh, in the 14 playoff in the semifinal. After the game Saturday night and on Sunday, all you heard on Twitter was it, it wasn't congratulations we have a great team yada 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 it was 
Can we fire Pete Golding, Alabama's defensive coordinator? Fire Golding. Uh, our defense is atrocious. Our defense is awful. Blah, 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 blah. It wasn't, okay, we won the SEC championship game. And Florida also had a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback and a great weapons like Trask, Grimes, Tony. Oh, no. It was not any of that. It was, our defense is horrible. It's going to cost oh. us fire golden. I'm just like, are you are you kidding me? <laughs> and and I mean, take, the, take the win, you guys. Take the win, right? And Come I'll on, fans. <laughs> uh, and, and this just blew my mind, man. Okay, this is how insane and crazy this conference is. Alabama had won 20 stri- 27 straight games going into the national championship that they got blown out in by Trevor Lawrence and Dabo. After that game, Bama fans were like, fire Saban. He's too old to coach. We got to get some new blood in there. And I'm sitting there going, this guy just won you two straight SEC championship games and got you 27 straight wins. And because of one bad game, you want to get rid of the guy? Yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to kick him out with the, with the trash for, for one game. And I'm just, yeah, it's it's one important game, but again, look, look at the, look at the the longevity. Look, look at what the bad has done for, for the, for the town. And, and and look, I, I'm, I live in Tuscaloosa. I was born and raised here. Uh, A lot of people will tell you, uh, that Alabama fans just absolutely loved Bear Bryant. He was the greatest thing ever. Not really. When, when his last few years, when he started losing two games, three games, four games, Bama fans actually wanted to kick him to the curb and kick him under the curb because oh, wow. of the two losses, three losses a year. And some of the things that they were saying were really nasty and bad. And and look, let me say this. Look at the time between Saban got to Tuscaloosa and now. Look at how much Nick Saban has just aged. And the reason is, is because mm-hmm. of all of the issues of having to deal with the pressure of being a coach at Alabama. I will say this. I do not, I would not want to be the guy who replaces Nick Saban. And I tell you what, I think Dabo Swinney would turn that down in a heartbeat because you don't want to be the guy who follows the guy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I don't see Dabo leaving Clemson for an Alabama. Right. I mean, if anything, he'll go do assistant coach or, or yep. something in, in the NFL, but I, I could not see him crossing the pond right. and going over and, there. And I, even that's, though this, that's not in his DNA. And even though this is his home, he's an Alabama boy, just look at how bad Saban has aged over the last 10 years just by being here and all the pressure that is on him. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 perspective for sure. Yeah. That's perspective for sure. So when do the playoffs start again? I mean, because again, yeah, they. I mean, when does when does all? Because I'm all off kilter this okay, whole year. Fine. Again, I didn't even I didn't even know. Like I said, um, NBA started. When when does everything actually finally kick off? Okay, January the first is uh, the two semifinal games. Uh, the first one is uh, Clemson Notre Dame. I, I'm sorry, 
Clemson, Ohio State, followed up by Alabama, Notre Dame. Okay. And, and uh, the the Clemson Notre Dame the, the Clemson Ohio State game was supposed to be uh, in uh, Pasadena, uh, but with the COVID issues, uh, the Rose Bowl backed out. So now yeah. they've moved it to Dallas. That's what that was. I was going to ask you that question. So your thoughts on that? I mean, again, that's a that's that's a tradition thing. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. Um, you know we've got a pandemic and we got to deal with that and all, but wow, now you're taking the Rose Bowl and moving it yes. of all places from California to Texas. Yes. You're, you're moving into Jerry's world, but and, right. And, oh, all right. But um, so that's, that's going to be an interesting thing. Right. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, that's just some of the, the issues that you have to deal with, with uh, you know, COVID uh, and especially all of the problems that the PAC 12 had and especially yeah. Uh, you know, or uh, Washington won their division, uh, but because of COVID, they had to drop out of the Pac-12 championship game. So Oregon actually won the Pac-12 without winning their division because they knocked off the South champion in uh, USC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just how crazy this season has been in one example. Can't keep up, man. No, so the, only, the way I'm going to keep up is make sure I tune into the uh, CTS interview. Yes. Make sure. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I love it. Now, when, when do you guys typically film uh, and, and, re- and record your show? Is it a regular uh, every week, every, yes, every, month, every Sunday, every, every Sunday. Uh, but uh, this week, because of Christmas, we're doing it tonight. Okay. Okay. And everything's primarily on your, I got your YouTube channel here. So uh, everything's primarily on YouTube. And, uh, you and then uh, Facebook. Things. Yes, we do have a Facebook as well. Uh, we have a Twitter, uh, but nobody really does anything. Nobody's tweeting? No, <laughs> nobody's tweeting. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's some other stuff too. I think they have an Instagram page, uh, but I'm, I'm mostly on their Facebook and their YouTube. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, well, man, look, I, I'm just glad that we finally were able to catch up. The, the stuff that you've told me uh, is, is interesting in and of itself. I think you're a cool dude, not just because of Thank that you. cool sweater you got on, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think next year, from a from a sporting perspective and from a college sporting perspective, it's going to be completely different than, than we've ever yeah. seen it before. Again, just from protocols, just from how fans are, how are we going to be able to come back, how the teams are going to be engaging, right, uh, you know, testing and, and, and w- yes. whatever the case may be, right? And then probably this this whole dynamic of what the conferences look like. So uh, as, as active participants from a fan right. perspective, I think all we can do is keep watching and keep cheering. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop, stop giving coaches hard times just because they lose one or two games. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, what, what what else you got going on, man? Tell, tell us uh, what else you guys got going on with the CTS, or even even you, man. If you, are you going out there and giving giving Feinbaum any more problems in the in the? Uh, no, I'm not really giving him any other problems. But besides the CTS uh, interview room, I'm also doing my own show, and this stays okay. separate from CTS. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I have actually, because of my fandom, 
uh, with uh, social media and being Stingray, I've actually started the Stingray show. And uh, every Tuesday and Friday, we do it live on my social media page. Uh, And uh, it's at Stephen Ray 30 on Twitter. And then Facebook is Stephen Stingray Ray. Uh, And we basically, my co-host and I, basically interview uh, former players and uh, TV analysts. And uh, basically, we just sit there and tell they we let them tell stories. I mean, we're not one of these shows like, okay, Alabama's going to win the point spread by yada, yada, yada. Uh, basically, our show is we ask you to come on. We want you to break down the game. But then, of course, we also want you to tell us your favorite Steve Spurrier story or your favorite Lou Holt story or, okay. or really of – one of the best games you ever called. Uh, so that's really what makes us separates us uh, from any of the other shows is because we like to bring people on and really tell, uh, you know, focus on the storytelling. Uh, and some of the guests that we've had on, not to brag or anything, uh, but some of our. Go ahead and brag. It's okay. Okay. Previous <laughs> guests have been uh, Tom Luganbill. Uh, was on our show yesterday. Uh, Tony Barnhart, uh, Cole Kublick. Uh, we've had on, uh, let's see, um, Peter Burns from the SEC Network, Dory okay. Noka from the SEC Network, and uh, head coach Hugh Freeze has been on twice. Nice, nice. I will uh, make sure to put those links kind of in the show okay. notes so right. folks can definitely tune into that, and I will definitely yep. tune in myself. Uh, Thank you. And uh, in, in, in the coming weeks, so okay. Stingray, I appreciate you, brother. Um, Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the holiday. Be good to yourself. Take care of yourself, and I appreciate you taking the time again, man. And and real quick too, I, I would also like to to mention this, and I'll, I'll keep it short. Uh, sure. But um, because of the bullying and fat shaming, if you go back and look at me in my Mississippi State days. I was morbidly obese. I was extremely overweight and I was extremely unhealthy. And so uh, I am proud to say with diet and exercise, no weight loss surgery and no diet pills. In the last two years, I have successfully lost 122 pounds. Man, you're looking good too, brother. That's, that's, mm-hmm. how, we, that's how we end the show right there. Yeah. Congratulations, man. I love that. I was 368 pounds at my biggest. I'm currently 245. God. Slim and trim, brother. Slim and trim. So also on my social media pages. I love that. Thank you. And also on my social media pages, I update people on my weight loss journey because I've got like about 25 pounds left to go to reach my goal. Okay. Okay. You know what? I maybe this is just a side note. Maybe we can have a conversation about that as well on yeah. on another one one of my shows uh, yeah. because we typically cover topics like that. And okay. uh, I would love to hear what you're doing and how you're doing it. Right. Those are the kind of things that motivate other folks and just giving tips okay. and tricks and and just just really to help uh, build yes. conversation and community. So uh, okay. yes, definitely. I've just, I've just rode you into a, into another interview. That's fine with me, man. I, I love doing this. I love meeting new people. And so, uh, yeah, count me down. Awesome. Thank hey, Be good to yourself, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Thank you. Merry Christmas. You too, brother.